Please bow your heads with me. It is amazing love and amazing grace. Father and God, there is none like you in heaven and earth. You are omniscient, omnipotent, and omnipresent. There is nothing that you don't know, nothing, nothing you can't do, and no place that exists without you. You are infinite without beginning or end. You are very great. So how can we know you without you revealing yourself to us? God, thank you for revealing yourself. Your fingerprints are on creation for all to see. You've been active in history. Whether we acknowledge it or not, you were there with the first man and woman in the garden. You wrestled with Jacob. You led the Israelites in a column of smoke and a pillar of fire. You met with Moses on the mountain and filled the tabernacle so no, none could enter. God, we confess that all of these things are amazing, but will you give you the highest praise for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to us? Thank you for Jesus who reveals you most fully. Thank you for Jesus, fully human, fully God. Thank you for Jesus who died to redeem us from our sin and to bring us back into relationship with you. We are your church, coming to you in the name of Jesus. And in the name of Jesus, we ask that you would build your house. We ask that you would fulfill your promises to David so that Jesus would, in fact, be Lord of all. We look forward to the day when Jesus will return, when every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. But Father, you know that we live in a time of waiting. And as we wait for what will come, we pray that you would lead us and guide us through your Holy Spirit. We ask that you would build this local church and other churches throughout the world. We pray for the harvest and that many in our community will know Jesus. During this time, Pray that you would fill us with your spirit, lead us and guide us. In Christ's name we pray, amen. So today's a little different in case you hadn't noticed. We're uh, not normally in tables and uh, we're, uh, uh, we've, we've got a special celebration today and it is related to uh, the place to gather. Uh, so this is uh, some property that the church has purchased off of 173 and Siege Lag. Uh, and, and some of you know that very well, and some of this may be new news to you. Um, but uh, LifeSpring is, uh, is building not just a church, but a place to gather to bless the, the schools, the families, the, the, the community that we live in. We want to, uh, to uh, bless broadly and, and make a, uh, something that will be significant um, for people in this area. Uh, so if you're a guest, uh, welcome. We are glad you're here. And... Uh, we're having lunch after service, so we invite you to stay and hang out and, and uh, eat and eat with us and, and get to know some folks. Um, on most Sundays, we'll be going through a passage of Scripture. We'll observe what it says. We'll bring out principles. We'll apply it to our lives. This Sunday will be a little different. This Sunday, we'll be kind of walking through um, our, our place together. Now, uh, this morning will be informed, however, uh, by Scripture, and, uh, and the, the Scripture I'd like to bring up, we've, we've read a couple passages this morning, but also Philippians 4. So uh, Philippians, uh, 4, in Philippians 4.4, 4, uh, Paul encourages the Philippians to be full of joy. And then in 4.6, Paul speaks of the great joy killer called anxiety and worry. And if you know anxiety and worry, uh, they sometimes they're our closest friends. But Scripture tells us that when we tell, um, when we give thanksgiving to God, remembering what He's done, and present our request to Him, 
that that is a recipe for joy. So here's the passage. Uh, it's from the New Living Translation this time, Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Thank him for all he's done. Then you'll experience God's peace, which exceeds anything you can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ. So according to Paul, the key to joy, the key to uh, reducing anxiety and stress is remembering what God has done and thanking him for it. And then we should pray about what we need. Uh, but while we're praying, we should be thanking God for what he's done. Um, scripture tells us that when we tell God what we need and thank him for what he's done, anxiety and worry decrease, joy increases. Thankfulness increases faith, and faith puts us in a place to receive God's blessing. Does anybody besides me want God's blessing in their lives? And this is, this is that passage. It says, hey, have a thankful heart. Give thanks to God and present your request to him and trust him for the details. So, um, so that's how we're going to spend our time this morning. Um, we're going to spend the first part of our message remembering what God has done, giving him thanks for it. And the second part of the message will be anticipating what God will be doing in the future. And so we've got it up there on the screen. Uh, in the past, we're going to be doing past and future, past, remembering and being thankful, the future, trusting and anticipating. So um, as we jump in, we're going to be remembering um, life springs past. So we'll take you to the distant past and then, and then up to kind of what's been taking place this last year. So as we consider the past at LifeSpring, one of the places we can go to are stories. And in 2009, before the uh, launch of, uh, of LifeSpring Community Church, as my family and I were looking for uh, a place to live in this community, uh, we walked into an ice cream parlor. We sat down, we were having ice cream, and a man walked in with his grandson and promptly had a heart attack in front of us. And, uh, and I, I found myself pumping on his chest, and, and uh, he lived. He had 100% blockage, and... Um, and uh, Asha, my wife, said, uh, that is our ministry. It's bringing the dead to life. It's like a vision for our ministry. So that's one little, one little picture of, we, we would hope that God would work in our midst to, to bring life. And then later, as the church was first starting, we had an event where we had, uh, the, we had just gotten started. We had a, a group of people, and we had these LifeSpring balloons with our website on them. Well, uh, a gust of wind took a whole group of those balloons and all the way across Lake Michigan to Holland, Michigan, landing in a field of some people whose ministry it was to pray for churches. <laughs> and, uh, and they contacted us and told us that they were praying for us. So God knew that we needed prayer. <laughs> and then... Um, in a, so that's a, a moment of encouragement. In a moment of discouragement, uh, I, was, uh, I was going for a run one time, and I, and, uh, and I just thought, you know, the church is growing slowly at that point. We're just, it's, it's hard to plant a church, and everybody asks you, you know, uh, how big is your church? And I said, well, we just started. We're in a house, you know, or we're, you know wherever we were at that point. And, and, uh, and so the, um, I was running and thinking, you know, my dad was sick in California, and it was, it was just some hard things. And, and uh, as I was running... Um, some rays of light went through the clouds, and there were many of them, and, and I was just amazed. I, I looked at them, and, and then they, they all of a sudden coalesced in one beam shining on our neighborhood, and I just tangibly felt the Lord saying, you are where you need to be. You're doing what you should be doing. 
stay here. Well, our neighborhood, by the way, is about uh, half a mile away from the location where the church is moving to. Um, so, you know, call it a coincidence or what you want, but I really believe that God is calling us to do what we're doing as a church. So these are three distant stories, and we've got many more that we could talk about. But I think we should remember what God has done in the past in Life Spring Community Church, and, and, uh, and there are many more stories that you have. So we want to remember those things, but we also want to see, think about how God has grown Life Spring Community Church. And so one of the places that, uh, that God has grown Life Spring is in numbers. So as we began, you can go to that next slide, we, there, were about, there were 27 of us, including children, mostly children, that were in our first group as we planted Life Spring Community Church. And, uh, and so we all fit in a stairway. And, and uh, for the first year, we met in homes. In 2010, we moved to a school. And in 2012, uh, I think we have a picture of the school there, the next one. Um, so that's, that was us meeting in a school. And, uh, and we met there for a couple years. In 2012, we worked on this warehouse, which it, at first housed boats. And then we, uh, um, my son asked, are we ever going to get the smell out of here? It really didn't smell good either. And, uh, and we, so we worked on this warehouse. And, then, uh, and now we are meeting, of course, here. Uh, a year ago, I said uh, we we're a congregation of about 170 members and regular tenders if we all came here together at one time. Now we're about 200. So we've been slowly and steadily growing. And... Um, so we could say, you know, thank you, God, we are growing as a congregation in terms of numbers. Now, um, LifeSpring is also growing in terms of depth. And this is uh, what I'm more excited, uh, is that people have experienced spiritual rebirth in our congregation. And, uh, and so um, marriages have been saved, relationships have been repaired, addictions have been broken, and there are, we have many stories of, the, of those things taking place. And as we've been through these times together, we've also had some hard times too. I've, I've sat with people as they're dying. We've had uh, many trips to the hospital. There have been financial hardships, difficult things as well. But we've been growing in depth as a community and in depth in our faith in Jesus Christ. And so we've, we've seen many baptisms take place. I think the next slide is my favorite of the whole bunch here. We've seen many... Um, <laughs> Uh, many children born in this congregation, and, and uh, we're, we're really grateful for that as well. Uh, a lot of, a lot of uh, young kids, and, and uh, if I get in trouble for anything, it's for riling them up when I should be calming them down. So uh, parents, I'm sorry if I've done that with your kids. Um, so we're, we're excited about what God has been doing uh, in terms of depth. We've been growing in terms of our understanding of Scripture, growing um, spiritually, and, and growing our relationship with one another, which is really cool. Now, God has also grown us in the area of sending. Uh, so I, if from the beginning, we have measured LifeSpring's success not so much by how many people we could seat, but by how many people we could send. We've always been a sending church. Uh, we want to prepare people for whatever God's ministry is for them, whether it's sending them across the street to talk to a neighbor or it's sending them across the world. And so uh, we have uh, five different um, families that we have sent out either to uh, pastor a church or, or, uh, or to plant a church or as missionaries. And then we have another four uh, after that that we've, uh, we've uh, partnered with Reach Chicago to send. So in the course of eight and a half years, we have, uh, in, in some way, been involved in sending nine families. That's amazing. So, yeah, you can, that's, that's very cool. So, um, so we've always wanted to multiply disciples and churches, 
and uh, our mission is gospel, gather, go. What, one of the things uh, I, I feel that God has been doing is refining us in terms of our mission. And we can talk about gospel, we can talk about gather, but we can talk about go. But this morning we need to kind of focus on that gather word because we're talking about community here. And I believe that God has given us more clarity in terms of what it means to be a community and what God is calling us to do in this community. So as we gather as a church to grow, to fellowship, to care for one another and worship, um, those are good things that the church does, but we also want to be involved in restoring, restoring and blessing the surrounding community as well. We are here placed in a greater community and we want to be a blessing to those around us. And so a year ago, um, we, uh, we purchased 21 and a half acres with a vision that we're going to build a church facility here, but we're also going to use this facility to bless the surrounding area. So we, we want to bless the church, we want to bless the, uh, the surrounding community. Now, uh, we had put together a video uh, with, with the, the vision for this, and we're going to play it in just about three or four minutes. I want you to watch that, and we'll talk about what happened next. What if the local church was a place where people wanted to be, not just on Sundays, but on every day because the church was the heartbeat of the community? And what if in serving the community in this way, many people experienced the life-transforming power of Jesus Christ? Hi, I'm Cabot Ashwell, Senior Pastor of LifeSpring Community Church. When LifeSpring was first planted on October 10, 2010, our mission focused on three words, gospel, gather, go. We were committed to the life-transforming message of Jesus, to the community that Jesus was transforming, and to the mission that Jesus had called us to. And today, over a third of our congregation has come to faith or has come back to the Christian community through our ministry. We are more committed to this mission than we've ever been. I am grateful for how the Lord has grown LifeSpring Community Church. I'm grateful for every soul that he has entrusted us with. I'm grateful for the place that we worship in. I'm grateful, most grateful for the, the lives that I've seen transformed. I do not believe that God is calling us to a new purpose, but I do believe he's calling us to a new place. LifeSpring Community Church is building a place to gather to bless the neighborhoods, the schools, and the families in the greater Richmond Spring Grove community. Why are we building a place to gather? In order to more powerfully accomplish its mission, LifeSpring needs space for its growing community outreach and impact. We know that places do not go to heaven, people go to heaven. But in scripture, God has used places significantly in the lives of people to advance his kingdom. Jacob had a vision of God at Bethel and later brought his whole family back to encounter the Lord in that place. The place that we have identified and are praying over in Spring Grove is located at the corner of 173 and Siegeschlag. The site is strategically located about seven minutes from Spring Grove, Richmond, and Antioch. Here on this 21-acre parcel, we would like to build a place to gather to bless the neighborhoods, schools, and families in the greater Richmond Spring Grove area. We believe that God can use this place in a significant way. We have an opportunity to make an even greater impact on the community than we ever have. There are thousands of people in our area who do not know Jesus, and many who are seeking a place to gather. We desire to build that place in this highly visible location in and for our community. You can help. On 1 Chronicles 29, 
King David prepares the nation of Israel for the construction of the first temple under his son Solomon. David first gave of himself and encouraged the leaders to give of themselves and the leaders and families and tribes of Israel gave freely and wholeheartedly to the Lord. If you have ever been blessed through the ministry of LifeSpring, if you long to see more people become disciples of Jesus Christ, if you have children that you want to disciple with kingdom priorities, if you believe in supporting the mission of LifeSpring Community Church to serve the needs of our church and community, if you love our community and desire them to have a place to gather, and if you want to give of yourself more fully in devotion to Christ and for His purposes, then I invite you to pray about how you might become a part of this exciting opportunity to invest in the continuing mission of LifeSpring Community Church and the lasting impact of the gospel on this community. So that's our, uh, our vision and, and what, how we want to move forward. Now, what's interesting about that video is it was prepared for, uh, there were um, four couples that were going to go and share, their, uh, share this with uh, different members of the congregation. It was called Advanced Commitment, and we we're going to uh, be kind of setting the vision and, and uh, at the same time raising the, the, the funds needed to, to uh, complete this project. And uh, so, but out of those four families, one by one, uh, things happened and they had to drop out. And so uh, it was down to Ash and I at the, at the end, and it was just the two of us. And we're like, okay, well, we'll meet with as many families as we possibly can. And in the middle of that, uh, Asha had a heart attack. And uh, we're just like, what are we going to do right now? I mean, we're emotionally wrung out and physically wrung out, and just, you know, it was, it was really a hard time. And what's going to take place in our church right now, this is a, a really, you know, just a bad time for all this to happen. And, and um, so we were, we were struggling. Um, and um, we, we kind of came together and we just prayed and just, you know, let's, let's see how, how God works through this. Well, um, a couple months later, um, when we came to the time we were supposed to announce the amount, we had, uh, we had established that there was a base camp amount we were trying to reach of $500,000 and a mountaintop goal if we were to, to reach that of a million dollars. And, you know, where are we going to be at without being able to, to do some of the things we're supposed to do in this, in this campaign? And, uh, and I, I want to share with you, we, we, at that time, um, if we can go to the next slide, it was, uh, we, we raised... Uh, $722,000 after advanced commitments and all the giving was in. So we were halfway in between there. We had enough to buy the land, which is $375,000, and to do some, some work on the, on the plans and, and those sorts of things. Um, and, and it was just really, um, really fantastic. And some of the stories along the way, um, you know, um, when Ash and I first started meeting with people, we had, we had more than one uh, family that actually had met with a financial advisor and, and had worked it through to, for retirement and everything else and how much they could give. And they were serious about their giving. And we're just like, oh my gosh. I mean, we had tears in our eyes leaving a couple times. And, and then uh, there was a, a, a miscellaneous bag that showed up on my desk. It was a burlap sack and uh, opened it up and it had uh, $20,000 in it. <laughs> And we had a, a, a Christmas card come in and, it, and another check for $20,000 fluttered out of it. And so it was amazing how God provided uh, for that. But then on top of that, um, we had some gifts that happened after this time. And uh, probably one of the, the biggest ones is one of the people that had already committed um, had, uh, had one number said, well, I'm, instead I'm gonna give some property and the property's worth $400,000. 
And so we, we were like, oh my gosh, that, that's, that's amazing. It's going to really be a game changer. And then we just recently sold that property for $1.4 million. So it was worth $1 million more than initially thought. So now, uh, instead of the little base camp and mountaintop, this is what God did. Let's go to the next slide there. Uh, there's where we're at. There is the, we just kind of left it in the dust. We're, uh, we're up there at the top and, you know, praise God for, for what he's been doing here. We want to give thanks to him for that. So um, one thing I, I want to bring out here, and it's, and it's sort of a life lesson. Some of us, you know, when we try to decide what we're going to do, we say we kind of go a path of least resistance. This is the easy way, so it must be what God is calling me to do because it's where everything's lining up. But sometimes God is calling us to do something. We're very certain of it, but there's hardship between this and that. And that doesn't mean he hasn't called us to do it. God provided. He made us walk through the valley. But, uh, but he provided, and we're just so grateful and, and thankful that he did that. Um, so we're, we're um, in a place where we can um, start to make plans for building a church, and, and there's still some, some need and everything, but, but, I mean, we're significantly past where we ever thought we would be at this point. Um, now, we're still in this uh, Thanksgiving piece here, and uh, you might ask, well, well uh, Aside from the uh, the financial gifts, what has God been doing this last year? And and so we, from here we went, and uh, you might remember we had some T-shirts. What can you imagine? We asked the community, uh, what do you like most about this community? What would you like to see most in this community? And 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 uh, engaged. And we and uh, we had um, we have seen. Um, community response go from lukewarm to incredibly excited about what's taking place here. We've actually um, had conversations with people and, and seen that you know people are are really excited and and God is is changing the temperature of this community towards this project. So I think that's that's significant of itself. And then we've been working, um, kind of struggling through this architect piece. So what, what are we going to do as far as an architect? Because we've, we've got some plans, but we're not quite sure. And it just seemed like there was a, a roadblock. Uh, but God has recently lifted that roadblock. We're, we're in a much better spot than we were in, in the past. And then we've, we've started doing some events on the property. And I'm, I'm going um, to have uh, April come up here in just a minute here. Um, April Kais, because she's going to share about the event, not only about the event, but also about the impact um, that uh, being a part of the, this church has been in, in her life as well. So April, if you uh, could come up here. Um, I'll try to move some of my junk here. So hi, um, my name is April Kais, and my family's been attending LifeSpring for year and a half, almost two years. Um, Pastor Cabot had asked if I'd like to share my faith journey with the congregation today. And um, I'm going to be looking down at my paper a lot because um, I am not good at public speaking. It's not my forte, but Pastor Cabot asked. And um, <laughs> I said yes. And then um, in my mind, though, I said no as my heart rose into my throat. And um but God is kind of on my shoulder, and he's like, why wouldn't you do this for me? And uh, I can't say no to that either. <laughs> so <clears throat> um, God has asked me to do a lot of things outside of my comfort zone uh, lately. The 5K was one of them, doing the co-chairing that. 
um, with Jill. In fact, it'd be awesome if Jill was up here with me right now. But um, uh, anyway, um, here I am, and I did get a hug from Harper this morning, so that's going to help me as well. <laughs> so if someone asked me, um, when I started believing in Jesus, my answer would be that I always have. I don't remember a time that I didn't. I grew up Catholic, and I love my faith. When I found myself in unfamiliar territory, um, I'd look for a church and attend Mass. This happened several times in my life. Kind of started when I was out on my own in college. Um, I studied abroad in Belfast, Ireland, and um, would call my parents, you know, kind of crying of loneliness. Um, and then I would, you know, find a church. And um, the language there is, is English, but it's a little hard to understand. It's really different. Um, but you know what? The readings and the gospel, it's the same. So uh, that would comfort me. But looking back, though, um, I really wasn't living my life um, like a servant of the Lord. I didn't even know what that looked like. Um, didn't even really know that existed. I don't think those words were kind of ever in my head at that point. So um, after leaving the safety net of college, then I married my husband. Um, I began to meet some friends that were born again. Um, their lives were forever changed. And I was pretty amazed. Like, how did this happen? Um, they would tell me about the immoral choices they were making and then how they found Jesus, and it ch changed their lifestyle. So they invited me to their churches, some Bible studies, and I went. And, and each time, um, I would learn, and I would just love uh, learning about how to live more like a servant to the Lord, little by little. Um, different career paths we took, my husband and I, friendships, uh, arrival of our children, passing of my husband's father, and then my godmother. I feel like our family's faith just grew stronger. I told Jill I was going to try and make it through this without crying. <laughs> she said, it's okay. Um, anyway, the largest leap began when my family walked into Life Spring for the second time. Uh, we all walked out with a hope that would lead to our biggest change of heart. God has worked through so many people in our lives, but especially at Life Spring, to show us what truly believing in Jesus looks like. The love and support that so many have shown us, and me personally on a daily basis, is nothing other than God's work. I see so much joy in the hearts of our congregation here, despite difficulties and so many walks of life. I see so much love and so many joyful hearts. My heart feels different. I see other people in the world in a different way. It's a bigger love, a better understanding, and a stronger desire to live like a servant of the Lord. I'm a work in progress. There's been a lot of bumps uh, for sure in the last couple of months, things that have just really tripped me up. But um, I keep moving forward, and I'm so grateful that God has shown me the way that I never knew existed. One of the most amazing things that has happened, I'm going to use that word a lot <laughs> in this, um, is uh, the coming together of a Bible study that I'm attending. It came together in a really awesome way. Um, an amazing woman named Dina uh, reached out, a next-door neighbor, and um, Asha answered her uh, kind of request for, you know, is there a Bible study nearby? Um, and then I, in an awesome way, you know, God whispered to Asha, you know, let's get it going. And um, this group has grown to almost 13 ladies. Uh, I, I, I can't say enough. They, their support... Um, and just the coming together and sharing our joys and our sorrows and just asking each other for prayer and just keeping us on track. You know, when you, when 
when that day comes and you're just feeling not so great and then you see a text come through of a friend asking for prayer, um, it, it just brings me to talk to God and then it just, it, it, it just fills my heart. My heart has just completely changed. So we've been studying lots of different books from the, Bi uh, from the Bible, um, lately Ephesians, and so many times I get the chills reading the passages. So during one of our studies, we were asked to memorize a verse, and it really resonates with my journey. It's Ephesians 3, 20 through 21. To him whose power is now at work in us can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations, world without end, amen. So that brings me to the 5K. So <laughs> definitely part of my journey. Um, Co-chairing this with Jill has been a huge part. Um, God has opened my eyes to so many wonderful things through this event. Meeting Jill and working with her, absolutely one of them. Her light and enthusiasm for doing God's work excellently has inspired me. Uh, the whole team of people, all amazing. Um, a few facts from the 5K. We raised um, $8,800, so almost $9,000 towards the walking path. Yeah. And that's net, so that's, that's really good, really good. So, um, so this is towards the walking path and the playground equipment, and I hope I'm right in saying uh, Cabot thinks we might have a path constructed this summer, which yeah. would be awesome. We just, I mean, the, the site is so amazing, uh, and a lot, a lot of you, maybe everyone's been there. Um, it's a truly um, amazing piece of land. Um, that God has brought to us. So uh, for this run, um, God blessed us keeping that weather off. I, I kind of still can't believe that we received the kind of weather that we had, but that it held off until we were done. Um, we had 82 runners, 57 walkers, and 27 volunteers, 166 people. Amazing. We thank everyone for this. Um, special thanks to our team, Jill, Asha, Carol, Dina. We met every week um, for a while, uh, which was really nice. Uh, Tom Hinks for helping us with the property. Gary and Ruth Stedman, uh, so much help and inspiration. Um, Jason for announcing the police department, the village, and all those people who helped park cars, cheer, set up tents. Uh, we definitely had a couple little snags, and everybody just worked so hard. It was awesome. Filling goodie bags, handing out snacks, and praying. So blessed. It was really nice. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, April. Just uh, so grateful. Um, and, and I guess that that's uh, in my hope and in, in the process of... Um, of building the, the uh, place together, that we're not so caught up in what we're doing, that it's all about building the physical structure, but that this is a process that we grow spiritually and, and, uh, and as a community uh, as in, in the process of doing that. So uh, thank you so much for the testimony. April is really, really helpful and, and good. Um, so um, we are... Uh, we are uh, in a certain place with the property and, and uh, just about to turn the corner here and talk about a little bit more about uh, what we're anticipating. But 
you might know or you might not know that uh, we have a few other things that we do for the community here. One of them is uh, we've recently taken on with the Boy Scout troops. Uh, thank you, Landon, for that. And, and uh, Community Purse is a, a group of women that uh, meet here. Uh, they each commit to give, I think it's $100, and, uh, and they meet four times a year. And then they, they choose uh, some sort of uh, community organization to give the money to. So uh, some organizations come and present, and then, and then they give that. And uh, it's, it's been a, a really good, sweet thing. Uh, we have uh, both had parades on the 4th of July, and we have cleaned the streets afterwards. Uh, if you uh, are wanting to join me in cleaning the streets afterwards, uh, please uh, let me know. <laughs> um, and then uh, the, the, uh, the direction we're going with this land is, uh, is definitely... Um, is definitely one of community or uh, of community. So uh, so let's let's turn the corner. We're going to start thinking about what we're anticipating as far as what's going to take place next. So we're we've given we're we've given thanks to God. We continue to give thanks to God. But we're also based upon that that spot, that foundation of thanksgiving and trusting God. Uh, we're looking to what what could possibly take place next. What could possibly take place? Well. Um, first of all, uh, if you can go to the next slide, this is the, uh, the location slide. This is, this is where the property is physically located. So it is in the middle of several smaller communities, uh, Wilmot, Twin Lakes, Antioch, Richmond, Spring Grove, and some others uh, that are not named. But uh, it, it's in a pretty central location, and, and that's on purpose. And, uh, and what we want to do is, uh, oh, and let's go to the next one too. Um, by the way, the very first event we had was not the 5K, it was actually a prayer event. So like the very next day after we closed on this piece of property, a bunch of people went out and we prayed over the property. Um, now if you will forward over to um, the, uh, so this is our mission, let's go one more, one more. There we go, all right. So. Um, I mentioned there was a little snag with the architect. We're trying to figure out uh, how to move forward with that. And, and as I was reading, as I was, we're going through that, I don't think I mentioned that to you, Tom, but uh, I was reading through the book of Exodus. And you know if you do a, a, uh, a search on the book of Exodus and actually a lot of the Old Testament, um, what's interesting, if you put the word spirit in, it comes up in conjunction with the craftsman craftsmen and women that were involved in building um, the tabernacle and the, and the articles of the temple, they were spirit-filled. It was, a, it was uh, an act of God. God gave them wisdom for the work they were about to do. And, uh, and I just was thinking about that and praying about it. I thought, you know, we need God to give us wisdom as far as how to move forward, who, to, who will be a part of this, uh, but also um, how it will take place and that God would inspire it. So as uh, you might have noticed that we had in the past, uh, out in the lobby, we've had a, uh, a layout of the property and it's changed. And I, I believe that this is, this is the work of the Spirit in us just over the course of time, um, seeing where we're going to go. So this layout looks a little different, but it, it includes uh, near the pond, a church, and uh, next to that, a community center, and in the far corner, some retail. And, uh, and the idea is for the, the property to be pedestrian-driven, that people will want to hang out in open spaces and will intentionally create them with, with landscaping and, and with their function uh, so that people in the community want to hang out there and, and, um, and this will be a significant place for uh, people to hang out and, and to gather. Um, so this is coming together. We, are, uh, we have 
selected an architect that we're moving forward with. So soon we'll be seeing some elevations come out, new elevation drawings. And, uh, and I wanna share with you uh, a new timeline here. So if we can uh, go to the uh, next one. There we go. Um, this is an updated timeline. So it looks a lot like the one that used to be in the hallway here, but, uh, but it's, it has new information. So the first, uh, the first thing on the list here is to pay off the land. Well, that's done. The land is paid off. We own it free and clear. There's no loan on it. Um, and LifeSpring doesn't have any loans on anything else. Um, the second thing is uh, probably the most complicated piece. Uh, it says uh, village approval grant application and path development. So there are some things that are happening in conjunction with one another. Uh, there's a PUD process in the village, which uh, uh, what it means is we're, we're laying out the land as far as form and function, what's gonna take place there, and we have to, we have to um, explain that to the village before we can get approval. So we'll go through the PUD process. We also have to work through the Department of Transportation and, and um, several different agencies. Uh, and we've done some of that work. We're, we're in, a, in a pretty good place there. And then um, grant applications. So we're still in the mode of, uh, we're, we, we have raised a lot of money, uh, but the elders have um, determined that we will not take a loan out in excess of what we think we can afford uh, here. So we're going to be conservative on that, which means we still need to raise some funds and we're going to be applying for grants and, and uh, still trying to work through that uh, through August. And then the final piece there is the path development. So as April mentioned, we actually would like to get that path on the property, you know, within the next few months. We like to, uh, you'd like to be able to walk out there, walk around the pond, and then, and then uh, walk back. So it'll be, it'll be something. It'll be a, a kind of a start, and, uh, and that uh, all should take place uh, sometime by, uh, by the end of summer. Um, now, the next thing on the list is uh, building drawings and initial site work. And what that means is we can't actually draw out the building drawings until we have the site work and the elevations approved. But at that point, we can draw them out and say, okay, this is what the building's going to look like. And, uh, and then we can also, I uh, believe, get pull a, a grading permit, which means we can actually start moving dirt on the property to the places it needs to go. Um, and then once the building drawings are done, there needs to be bidding, there's all sorts of things that are related to that. But that will all go through uh, this next fall. And then, um, God willing, we'll be in construction next spring. And that construction will take place in the spring um, through the end of summer, the, the early fall. And uh, that'll be everything you expect it to be, dirt and dust and you know, putting up a building. And, uh, and then there'll be a move-in. Now, I, I don't know if this will happen, but our target move-in date is October of next year, which coincides with our 10-year anniversary. So God willing, we will move in on our 10-year anniversary or thereabouts and, uh, and give thanks to God at that point. Um, and, then, uh, and then we have celebration, which um, is just a, a time of giving thanks. So that's, that's, the, that's the timeline. That's, that's what we're looking at right now. That's what we're anticipating. Now, of course, some of those things can move back and uh, you know, we, there's all sorts of things that can happen between now and then. And we'll have the details. And now in your mind, you might be thinking, well, what about this? What about that? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, in 10 days, we have a town hall meeting, and that is the perfect opportunity to ask about what about this and what about that. And uh, at, that, at that time, um, we'll have uh, people there that can answer your questions. Um, so I, I encourage you to come. That is on the 29th, May 29th, 7 p.m., 
right here. Uh, I encourage you to come, and we'll, we'll talk more about that, uh, along with other things uh, that uh, deal with the life of, of the church. So, um, so that's the timeline. Now, <clears throat> as we're anticipating things, you might have noticed a theme here that's taken place, and the theme is this. Um, everything that is good that's taken place so far, God has done it. And, uh, and there are things that we thought we were supposed to do or we could do that we couldn't do. And God did it anyway. And I think there's nothing we can do more importantly right now than just pray and seek God's will. And, uh, but I think, you know, we can pray boldly and say, if, if, if God could give you anything you wanted in regard to this church for the future, what would that look like? And so uh, what I'd like to do for uh, just a few minutes here is to have people say, hey, what is, what is your bold prayer? And it'll have to be short because we're going to write them down. But uh, Elizabeth, if you please come up here with your markers. Uh, she's going to write them down here as we're, uh, as we're going through this. But I want you to just go ahead and, and be loud and, uh, and bold and uh, just say, what, if God could give us something that would take place in this community, uh, what, would that ta- what would that look like? So we have one for revival. Second. <laughs> All approved? Yeah. Okay, what else? What else are we praying for? Peace. Unity. Peace and unity. place for children. Yeah. And teens. Safe haven. Hmm. Hope. Hope. Yeah, hope is a good one. Yeah, families. And pray for families. For fun. Yeah, we can pray for fun. That this would be a fun place for the community. What was that one? Faith. Faith. Yeah. Thank you, Dan. New believers. Yeah. New believers, new life. Connection and fellowship. Hmm. Yeah. Connection and fellowship. Anybody else? Yeah, the Lord's leading. That's good. And blessing. Hmm. Was that one? Light. 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 Yeah, thank you. Light. You know, light. Like our passage today. Acceptance. Yeah, acceptance. Serving. Open hearts. Open hearts. Love that one. Meeting needs. Yeah, meeting needs. 
What's that? Pleasing to the Lord. I heard something back there. Wisdom. Wisdom. Yeah, discernment. How you doing there, Elizabeth? (laughs) (laughs) An extra whiteboard? Yeah. Okay, why don't we, we'll, we'll stop there. Now, if you'd like to, we'll leave the, uh, the markers up here, and if you'd like to add on uh, later, um, feel free. Let's, uh, let's fill this board up. I think it would be uh, wonderful. But I really do believe, as we look forward with anticipation to uh, what God will do, I, I think God listens to our prayers, but it is also, it, it really is about what God's going to do. It's not about us. And so let's, let's be praying boldly. Um, and and uh, we've had a couple times when we've gone out and prayed over this land, but, uh, but you're welcome to go or bring a friend and, and just walk out there and, uh, and, uh, and pray about what God might do there. Um, now, as we, uh, as we sort of finish up here, um, I want to end with this. And it's, uh, it's just what we started with. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Thank him for what he's done. And then you'll experience God's peace, which exceeds anything that we can understand. And his peace will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Let that be so of us. Um, Please bow your heads with me. Father, uh, we thank you for uh, this place to gather. Thank you that we can celebrate what you've been doing. What an exciting thing. And uh, and for the many little God sightings, uh, I, I know that's just the tip of the iceberg for for what you've done, and, and many people could give stories uh, like these. Um, but God, we pray that you will use this place to bless our community, that uh, we pray that boldly, Lord, that, uh, that marriages would be healed in this place, that, um, that relationships would be restored, that addictions would be broken, that, um, that teens that don't have direction on where to go, that you would give them direction, that um, you would just really pour out your blessing to the community. And then, Lord, especially we pray for uh, people to come to saving faith in Jesus Christ, that their eternal future would be different because of what uh, takes place on this land. And uh, so, Lord, we we pray for this place, we pray for the people, and we pray um, the praise of your name. And we pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen.